You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you're smiling. Hey you, bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly, crack a smile. Hey, Chris. Hello, hello. How's it going? Uh, day three of quarantine for me. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to introduce my show and everything, and then from there we'll go on ahead, and you can introduce yourself, and we'll go from there. Okie dokie. All right. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I have Chris Brainerd from Hotel Nerd. Say hello to everyone, Chris. Hello. Go on ahead and tell them how they can follow you and what um, Hotel Nerd is all about. All right. Well, um, the main focus right now is on Twitter. That's at Hotel underscore Nerd 86. I also run a Facebook group by the name of Hotel Nerd, and I run a Facebook page by Hotel Nerd Media, which is where I post my podcast at um, with John uh, co-hosting with me. Uh, and, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I changed the name of the podcast. It's now the Senate. Really? Yes. <laughs> that could... I, pre- I presented that to Christian on SEN Live through one of the uh, donations I made, and he seemed down with it, so I did it. That's pretty cool. And everything. Um, so that's going to be kind of like a little Star Wars vibe thing that you did with that. Well, I wasn't really thinking about that with Star Wars. Granted, I mean, I am a Star Wars nerd, but uh, I was thinking more because he's been trying to come up with nicknames for um, us followers, and he's been doing shithead or shitwads. Right. And today, he actually started calling people senators. So. <laughs> that is pretty great. And if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about SEN Live, the podcast that Christian Harloff actually does, and they do a whole bunch of other random stuff, like fart noises and other stuff that they do with movie news and stuff like that, too. So check them out. Oh, and him and Brett being one-on-one in a room together, holy hell. <laughs> they get us in some trouble, I'll tell you that. Oh, Just my God. Them too. But you said that you're under... <laughs> right? But you said that you're under quarantine now? Yeah, I may have been exposed. That's great. <laughs> so I'm waiting for my neighbor's test results to come back. If she comes back positive, then I got to get tested. And then I got to wait. So right now I'm off work for the rest of this week and potentially next week. Damn. All because of one person being stupid. 
No, well, it was me. It was more both of us being stupid because she was talking to me about my dogs. Okay. So we, were, we were talking. So just and, general conversation and everything else, and you guys both not knowing. Yeah, basically, and then okay, she's still so, developing symptoms. Okay, I got you because you know that's that's common anyways, no matter what, you know. Um, so it's not like anybody did anything wrong. No, 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 absolutely not. You know what I mean? It's not like this person randomly just come up to you, coughed, and said, I like your dogs, and then now you have the virus. I might not have the virus. So, I know that we, we, had, we did have an idiot like that in our hotel that went and coughed on the key cards in front of uh, our assistant manager. And thought it was a proper prank and funny joke, considering. And she went and Lysol the cards right on, her, right on his hand. Which was hilarious. I wish I would have been there to see it. <laughs> and then we had some asshat go in uh, the Scranton area, which is about an hour and a half to two hours away from me. Uh, cough on all the produce and all the meat and all the bakery goods, saying that she had the corona, and uh, they had to throw away thirty five thousand dollars worth of groceries <laughs> yesterday. You see, that's like something that's going on at my work too, though in a sense, because of the fact that, you know, we have people that, like the cafeteria and everything else, they'll go on ahead, they give us some plates and everything for the workers, because they don't want workers to be paying, you know, for food or anything like that, so therefore mm-hmm. they give us this, they give us food, but it's over amount of food that they don't, they don't even consider that maybe, hey, maybe we don't want to eat the cafeteria food, or we want to go ahead and order out from somewhere else. But next thing you know, we have they have like quantities, large quantity of food that they're just throwing away. You know? Yeah. Well, they had to do this because they were erring on the side of safety. They didn't want to contaminate anybody right. else. I totally so understand that. He was charged with disorderly conduct, uh, terroristic threats, uh, criminal mischief. And there was uh, something else that she got charged with. They're all felonies. I'm glad I'm not her. $50,000 bail. Yeah, I'm a broke poor boy. That didn't happen. <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm going to go on ahead and get into a little bit of the movie news and stuff like that. Um, what I saw was the fact that movie theaters want to open up for free uh, after the virus is done. And this is basically what the article had said. I don't know if you actually clicked on the article or anything like that, have you? No, I didn't get a chance to. I saw it earlier today, but I was in the middle of uh, rearranging my room, being that I'm bored as hell. I understand. But this is what it actually says. We're working on it. We are working on it. We're looking at what's been happening in China and the providence that were least affected. They're starting to open their theaters, and they're open for free for to patrons to coax them back. The movies that they're showing are older ones. We will see it's going to depend. We're both local and Asian national markets and our main distribution partners are very interested in national releases as opposed to local ones. So depending on how the virus goes and whether it's more severe in some places and lifts sooner or later. That's all all, that's all going to go into it. We're looking at ways to reach out to our patrons and also to our studio uh, partners. 
about the ways to message and roll things out once we're back up and running. And my thing is, this is me. I think that it's not a bad idea to do this or anything like that, but they actually need to be careful and take their time on how they actually do it and not rush and be like, okay, you know, we're going to, the viruses are with, they need to open up our theaters. They need to do it at a time when people are actually not afraid to go out of their houses anymore. Because like Christian said, you know, after a certain amount of time or whatever, people are wanting to go out, get out of their houses and stuff like that. But they're going to, it's going to be a while until people are actually going to trust going outside of their homes. So I'm, I'm hoping that movie theaters just don't be like, are naive to the fact that people are still in quarantine, still trying to trust going next near people still and try to readjust themselves to the outside world again and not just hurry up and rush it. What do you think? Well, that's the problem right now all the way around is us as a full, like as a collective, as a country, we're getting information from our uh, governors who seem to have their, not to get all political or anything, but have their heads on straight and trying to get shit done. And you got Well, well your governor and everything is ours. Uh, we don't even have a lockdown program. We have nothing. Pretty much borders are still open to the United to uh, Mississippi and everything. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm being honest with you. As a matter of fact, today I saw a car in front of me from Ohio. Wow. Yeah, that's a long way, <laughs> and uh, way from where they were. Considering so, I mean, Ohio's on the stay stay at home status. We're slowly going that way here in Pennsylvania. Right now, they're doing it county by county as things get worse. But you want to say half the states on stay at home at the moment. Okay. Um, Now, it it seems like our local government is trying to do what they can. And then you got the White House, mainly one person that's being, and I don't blame them for wanting to be optimistic. By all means, be optimistic. Right, but it's also right. unrealistic. Don't rush it to, we're going to open the country at Easter, or we're going to open the country at this date. You got to go with what Fauci's saying. He's a doctor. He knows his shit. He seems like he's the only one standing up there that actually knows what the hell he's talking about. And he's saying, we go by the numbers. We go by the science. As exactly. it says that we're, we're crusting the cresting the wave and we're starting to come down as things get better we'll start opening up the gates a little bit and you see i think that's exactly what we need to do and like you said it's one thing to be optimistic but it's another thing to actually don't be be foolish about it right because here's the thing how do we know it's gonna be that that fast this virus is an ongoing spread it's fast moving and, if, and everything else, we don't know who else has this virus. We don't. We're trying to contain it the best we can, but right now it's just like every single time when you turn on the TV, it's like this person has it, this state has it, this county has it, this over here has it, and it's not being contained. And I hate to be the bad guy here, but it's not going to happen. By Easter. No, it's not. And in my take, my situation for what I'm in right now, I found out. Three days ago, three hours before I had to go to work, 
I was just go to work at five o'clock, found out at two o'clock on Facebook that my neighbor may have it. My first two calls was one straight to the doctor, second call straight to my employer, talked with management, and then the manage my manager called me back and talked with me, and I told both managers I spoke with, I said, I'm planning on coming in unless you guys tell me otherwise. I ain't calling off. And they said, okay, well, let us get back with you, see what we can do. And then no more than an hour later, I got a phone call saying, don't worry about it. We got the schedule figured out. We got you knocked off for this week. And then I just called and talked to them again today. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything yet. And then they said, well, we got you off for next week as well until we know something. That's understandable. That's how I reacted. That was my reaction. That's understandable. So, because I don't want to, because I'm in a hotel, hence the name right. Hotel Nerds. I don't need to be spe- spreading this shit around. No. You need to be contained as much as you can and be quarantined. Yeah, it sucks staying in, but I'd much rather stay in and not get anybody else sick or affected in case you actually have it. And before we go any further, because me, I'm just, you know me, I'm, I'm blunt. Me saying words like shit and whatnot, okay with you or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely okay. fine with that. Seriously. Okay. I mean, I cuss on here sometimes too. I have guests that do it all the time, so it's fine. So, go on ahead. Finish up your uh, point and everything. No, that that was my point. Is I don't okay. want to. I don't want to be a carrier and be spreading it because for all I know is I could have it and I'm just asymptomatic. Because you can't tell me that everybody that's getting this is getting sick and either minorly, moderately, or severely, or however they're doing the criteria. There should be a fourth criteria, asymptomatic, because every virus and every cold has people that just because you're not sick sick, like showing it or feeling it, doesn't mean that you're not carrying it. Exactly. And that's something else that they failed to mention, too. Yeah, people died from this virus, but what else do they have wrong with them and everything, too? That's another thing. Well, even Fauci came out, and I believe said it today, that uh, most of the deaths that are occurring globally, there's underlying causes. Right. They have something else going on, like a weakened immune system, cancer survivor, heart attack, something. Right. Something to that effect. Anything with the upper uh, respiratory symptoms. Yep. So that actually makes sense. Weaker immune system with virus, any, even with a regular uh, flu or whatever, can actually kill you too like that. With weaker immune systems, heart attacks, stuff like that. Who knows? Maybe blue choose the answer. Maybe that's the vaccine. <laughs> but uh, if anybody didn't get that reference, watch SCN live once. You'll right. get it real quick. <laughs> Brett did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think about Bill Burr to reprise his role for his, for Mayfield for the Maryland Oregon? He was the one that was in the station. Uh, I don't know how, where your listeners are coming from. So just in case, spoilers for Mandalorian. <laughs> because I know a lot of y'all international just got 
Disney Plus. So, just if you haven't seen all the episodes, which I don't think they're all out for you, you're warned. So, spoiler. <laughs> but he's the one that was in the spaceship, right? He was the the human. Yeah, that was him. Okay, I found him to not be memorable. To be honest, I thought I he was. I thought he was going to be the first one in the crew to get killed, and they come to find out that the Mando didn't kill anybody. Uh, <laughs> right? That was that was, to me was like the weakest point of the show. Was like there's no one do- actual dying other than that one character that um that was introduced when he was riding on that um riding on one of those things. I forgot what it's, what it's called, but that was like the only thing that I can actually say where a character was in some type of danger. Nick Nolte's character. Yeah, Nick Nolte's character was like the only one that was in some type of danger. I didn't really... Um, the funniest part of that whole show was the first part of the last episode. That's right. Uh, the one that people got death threats on. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not go into the details on that one because I do not want to spoil that one for anybody because that was just organically awesome. <laughs> that was a fantastic episode. That was actually a perfect season finale for that. And you know what, though? I would like to... I want that was to see a perfect opening to that. What's that? So that was a perfect opening to that finale. It was. I hope they actually continue off of that finale. Right where that sure they will. Because don't forget, Star Wars skips a couple of years. So I'm hoping that they don't do that with the show. I'm hoping I don't think it... they I don't think they will, honestly, because it they got so much to build off of. True. And now you potentially have Ahsoka coming. Right. And I'm excited and... to have uh Zadonna at you know what I'm saying? I'm excited to actually have her. And it's rumored her. that Sabine's gonna be in it. Which means that they're probably actively looking for Ezra and Thrawn. That's true. So, another thing too is I want to see more repercussions to what happened out in that desert. I want to know who that is, and then I also want to see stuff that remember the part with the bounty hunters where they were trying to um, get somebody out of the ship that's in prison. Yeah. I want to see the repercussions of that as well. I want to see cause and effect. You know? At the end of the day, I don't think you'll see cause and effect on that because I honestly, I think you already got that cause and effect because he went and logged that tracer on that uh, depot. That's right, he did. And then, of course, we also have Bobby from Sons of Anarchy on that episode, which I thought was hilarious. I never saw Son, Sons of Anarchy, so. All right. Well, um, I don't know if you're going to remember the guy or not, but you know the guy with the curly bl- black hair that had like a New York accent that Roka was saying that kind of took him out of the show? Yeah. That was actually Bobby from Sons of Anarchy. He also played in Batman Begins as the Dirty Cop, and then he also played another Dirty Cop in Too Fast, Too Furious, where they put the rat on top of his stomach. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking. Yeah. But, you know, I love that scene, the way they actually ended that episode. But at the same time, it's like, okay, all I can picture him on is a, is a motorcycle on in Star Wars. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm happy to see you, Bobby, but you know, I've seen you on Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I'm a pod racer. Right? That'd be perfect. But, you know, there's some stuff that happened and everything that we're not going to get into on that part. But, you know, <laughs> you don't want to go down that rabbit hole? <laughs> <laughs> but that whole entire episode was just fantastic for that. There might be some overacting on that episode, but I thought it was really good. For the most part. Um, what other stuff did you say that you wanted to talk about? I know that there was like some other show notes that you wanted to go over. Uh, I know I said, you mentioned. Right. I sent you a bunch. Well, you hear Let's hit breaking news. WrestleMania. Roman Reigns not facing Goldberg. That was a big uh, wow. But then when you read the article, it's like, that makes total sense. Right. Because if anybody doesn't know, Roman Reigns is uh, in from leukemia, second time over. And because of his treatments, his immune system is compromised. So he opted to back out and WWE's back in his play. That's understandable. I mean, like you said, with this uh, virus and everything else is actually attacking the immune system. It's also attacking people that has can- different types of cancer as well. And for Norman Reedus to actually say, hey, look, not Norman Reedus. Um, shoot. Norman Reigns? Yeah, Norman Reigns. For him to actually come out and say that and everything, I can respect him for that. It's like, okay, I don't want to get involved in this or anything like that because of the stuff that I have going on with me, and I don't want to be affected by it. And I can respect him for that. Absolutely. You know? And I like him. I like the guy and everything. As a matter of fact, I started watch, trying to watch wrestling again. And here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a big fan of UFC. UFC is my go-to. I grew out of wrestling back in 2001. Whenever the Hardy Boys ha- and The Undertaker did their um, ladder match. But, you know... What got me back into it was Norman Reigns and also, too, a couple of other stuff that they were trying to do. And even Paige got me into wrestling wrestling again, and there's some stuff going on with her now. But, you know, I can can respect whenever it comes down to wrestlers, especially whenever they're not seven feet away. There's no way you can wrestle seven feet away from each other. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because that's been the big thing right now is that everybody's like, why is wrestling still going on? Well, like Christian says, it's an ongoing story within the wrestling federation itself. You know, and if they don't keep going with they're going with, people are going to forget about the stories that are being told with those characters. That's true. Because God knows the most people's... uh, Attention span is like next to a goldfish. That's true. <clears throat> At least that's the way it seems. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's actually one hundred percent fact. <laughs> Our attention spans are not that, not that great. <laughs> but like, we're talking, we're talking, dog. <laughs> right, exactly. Or I'm on a highway to, hey, look, there's a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I just found a really interesting article, and I'm trying to pin down the source because I don't want it to be one of these we got this covered stories. Or 
clickbait. <laughs> it's actually looking uh, it might be replicable. Uh, have you ever heard of Full Circle Cinema? No, I haven't heard about them. According to this, Black Adam will feature two different versions of the Justice League of America or Justice Society of America. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so that's very interesting. I wonder if that's going to play out with Injustice. So it's looking like they're going to that Black Adam's going to face off against the uh, JSA. Right. Two I, I versions that. of it. Right, that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm wondering if okay. I'm wondering the if they're trying to report. Here's their their roster. All right. When Black Adam faces off JSA of the past, their roster will reportedly feature a younger version of the wizard Shazam, Hawk Hawkman and Hawkgirl, Doctor Fate, Jay Garrick, and Alan Scott. When most of these characters were previously rumored, this is the first mention of the wizard appearing in the film. This version of the JSA will not only challenge Johnson's character faces as he will also face the modern version of the team when the movie shifts to the present present day. A reformed team will feature the reincarnated forms of Hawkman and Hot Girl, Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone. The team will be working alongside Black Adam's love interest, Isis, a.k.a. Ad- Adriana A-D-R-A A-D-R-I-A-N-N-A it's, I like that idea that word. <clears throat> I, To be honest with you, I like that idea of like a flashback of showing the old Justice League and then going in with it with another uh, way around it with present day you know, well, kind of gives us an inkling into what Black Adam could be, because everybody was wondering how you making a Black Adam movie, right? And I think that's actually a perfect way to actually go about it, and everything is to do it that way, because you get the origin of Black Adam through that uh, going back in the day, and then you go into the present day, and then you fight off against the present day Justice League. <clears throat> Which actually makes sense. And who knows? They could even probably add in the flashpoint there if they have to. What do you think? Um, I've never been a JSA fan, to be honest. I always like Justice League better. I, To be honest with you, I like Justice League better, but... JSA always felt weak. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm right there with you. I'm just trying to think of different things that they that could actually happen in the movie to make it work better. You know, because what could be weak on paper with comics and everything could actually benefit for a movie. You know. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm not against them doing that because I I would love to get uh, some of the wizards' backstory. Because, I mean, we met him. Right. And then, like, he was dead almost as soon as we met him. Right. He was, like, uh, a century old or a couple centuries old. um, Say my name. Oh, yeah, by the way, dead. Right. I'm like, well, that's a sucky way to go. (laughs) It it would almost be like Zordon saying five 
find five teenagers with attitude and they show up and he gives them the powers and he's like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, kids, it's been real. It's been fun, but hasn't really fun, but I'm out. Peace. Go on ahead. Do whatever you guys have to do. I'm retiring. I'm yeah. probably going to go to Vegas now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think that they're going about it the right way. I think WB has actually learned their lessons not to try and rush everything. I'm hoping because they need to do when they do this green and can I can guarantee you this Green Lantern series is back burners right now. But when they do it on HBO, God, they better do it justice because if not, I ain't gonna be royally pissed. I'm happy that they're going with HBO rather than doing it through their own app, which is actually something I was actually surprised about when they announced it. I'm like, well, you have your DC. Why wouldn't you put that on to your DC app? But they can do a lot more with HBO and make it a lot more, you know. I don't know how true the rumor is, but I heard that the DC app was being segued into the HBO Max app. Okay, I didn't know that. I haven't kept up with the HBO Max stuff or anything like that in a while. Because it's the same, it's the same outfit, same company. So, I mean, I would almost that would make sense. It's but... almost like DC Universe was their stepping stone, and they're like, okay, we see what we were doing wrong. Let's fix this, and then go and say, okay. Here's where we messed up. Here's what we're fixing. Here's HBO Max. Where Disney's like, yep, hold my beer. I'm just going to launch straight out. With everything in our catalog, everything in our vault, we're, we're, releasing, we're releasing everything. Yep. We're not going to hide anything from y'all. Yeah, we may not have everything in our catalog, but it will be there pretty soon. We will have everything but the racist content that we produced. Right. <laughs> but you know what, though? You can actually tweet them and you can actually request what shows and stuff like that they, they left out that's actually part of Disney. And you can actually, uh, they'll try and put it on there. Like I mentioned, I wanted Jingle All the Way with Arnold in there because it's actually a Fox property. Yep. And I wanted that in there for Christmas time. And then I wanted the famous Jet Jackson TV show and revisit that and they said they would work on that as well even though the actor i felt bad for the teen actor that played famous jet jackson because he killed himself but you know i wasn't sure if that was why they wouldn't put it on disney plus or anything but just the fact that they even acknowledge subscribers and they want to actually make the content for us i'm happy that they want to give uh, that they want to go ahead and put these movies or tv shows on for us that we request you know, it's a good business model. It really is, because I don't see Netflix doing that. <laughs> um, nope, I don't see Netflix doing that either. No, it's like, well, you like that Daredevil show? Well, too bad, too sad. That's not happening. You like that Punisher? Guess what? That's not happening either. Can we have? Can we get them to reprise the roles? Sorry, little Jenny, Jimmy, you're not going to be able to have that either. <laughs> Well, we got this coverage set. I don't care what we got this coverage set. <laughs> but, you know, I just like the fact that they give us a little bit of feedback and everything with their properties for Disney. As a matter of fact, I saw a splash on there. I saw what? 
you know the movie Splash with Tom Hanks and John Candy? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's actually on there, but it's edited. Of course it is. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm not watching this. I'm sure Caddyshack's on there too, but edited. I wouldn't be surprised. But you're right. Most of the racist co- um, stuff is that content is actually on Disney Plus. But what about this whole entire thing about the Magic the Gathering thing that you were telling me about? That's going to be delayed. Yeah. Um. The next set. That one. Let me pull the date up here because I can't remember what the date was. Uh. Previews for Icorio will still start on April 2nd online via Magic the Gathering Online and Magic the Gathering Arena uh, is still set for April 16th. Wizards of the Coast had recently canceled pre-release events for Icoria Lair of the Behemoths canceling all WPN events until at least May 10th in North America, Europe, and Latin America. Players in Asia-Pacific region can purchase Ikoria on April 17th. It's all in response to COVID. And what does the decks actually consist of, and what's the creatures and stuff like that they were going to do with this? I don't think they actually released any previews yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the, there's the like previews... actually no promos. The previews are um, April 2nd. The full card image gallery is going to be released April 10th online. And then the releases for Magic the Gathering Arena, Magic the Gathering Online uh, card sets to play uh, against other players online is April 16th. April 17th is the release in the Asia-Pacific region for the uh, actual physical cards. And then May 15th, they pushed it until uh, for North America, Europe, and uh, South America regions for tabletop. Oh, wow. So basically, everything got pushed a month. I used to be huge into Magic the Gathering and everything. I competed in different tournaments and stuff like that back in high school. I just Matter of fact, you know me. I sold all my magic cards and everything recently. I wish I could get that back, but I have, my, huh? massive, I have a massive collection right now. I had over five hundred dollars worth of stuff. Um, I probably have. If you do individuals, I probably have pushing eight to ten thousand dollars. Okay, you have a lot more than me. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, t- Tony Stark at the Magic the Gathering collection. <laughs> Just <laughs> I can almost buy one Black Lotus with the collection that I have. I kind of feel like Batman right now. I got five hundred million dollars and everything. And then here comes uh, Tony Stark with his Magic the Gathering collection. Well, I got this. Screw <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm gonna put back my Magic the Gathering thing back over here, Alfred. <laughs> I could just, you know, I could just see it though. Uh, but all right, so here's another press release from Magic the Gathering, and any uh, <clears throat> Magic Arena fans are gonna really love this. 
<clears throat> and I mean that in a good way. I'm just going to read this verbatim. This week, we will begin a regular series of weekly updates detailing how we're working to connect the community to their local game stores. They're basically doing this because of COVID. How we're assisting stores and more things we're doing to support Magic the Gathering community during a time when the gathering part has been difficult to next to impossible. In the meantime, we wanted to roll out a program to begin connecting local game stores to their players as a first step. There's more to come, but we wanted to do something fun and to begin forging online connections between you and your local store. That's why this week we're kicking off Friday Night Magic at home. Here's how it's going to work. In the next three weekends and possibly beyond, we will be holding Friday Night Magic events on Magic the Gathering Arena, but letting stores give out some other rewards by creating and utilizing existing online communities. Don't worry if your store doesn't have an online presence. We've begun working with stores to help set up Discord servers. Play at home, connect to your store, earn more rewards. Let's start with the event details. I like that idea. And, about... a, and then it says three FEN, FNM events that will give all Magic the Gathering players a place to play familiar experiences. They will be March 27th, April 3rd, and April 10th, each for 24 hours, running Thursday at midnight till Friday at midnight Pacific time. Anyone with an MTG Arena account, there is no entry fee. On March 27th, it'll be Challenger decks, where you choose from four pre-constructed 2020 Challenger decks and jump into the challenge with others. April 3rd will be All Access, where you build a deck with any cards in standard, whether they're in the collection or not, play others, build more decks, play again, rinse and repeat. April 10th will be a historic brawl where you build a 60-card brawl deck with your standard and historical cards in battle. The goal of these formats is to provide a fun way to play FNM-like environment, whether you are downloading Magic the Gathering Arena for the first time or you've been playing since the open beta. But to fully experience the events, you will need to connect online with your local game store. And then it gives you uh, instructions of how to find your local game store and connect. I like the idea that they're building a community with this thing, you know? Now that we uh, can't go out or anything like that, they're actually building a community to where we can actually face off against each other virtually. I wonder if they didn't have this in in works and the COVID just kind of forced it early. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm sure the marketing team's like, hey, look, let's try this out as something new just to see if it's actually going to work or not. And now this will actually amp things up to where it could be a big, huge hit. Because so, I, I literally live maybe a 15-minute walk from my local game store. Where I can play F, F uh, well, Friday Night Magic. I can't say that abbreviation for the life of me. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to because of my work schedule. Right. And so that's like something like Arena does something like this, and that they keep it going. Awesome. Would I prefer to still play it in person? Absolutely. 
Right, because I like having that interaction with and it's with somebody next to me and stuff like that, and you know, playing Magic the Gathering. Not only that, but you know, my my game store is up like forty five minutes away, and it's called Top Tier, and they have D and D nights and stuff like that too. They oh yeah, have- those those mine White Knights Game Room, which is my local one. He does D and D. He does Warhammer Five Thousand. Uh, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, I mean, you name it, he's doing it. And I like the fact that, you know, now this is a good chance for all of us to come together as a community to where we can actually be united and be able to actually interact with each other where we're not actually at each other's throats. Well, you and me, we can play Magic now because they have a way you can direct challenge people. And uh, so if you were to download it, if you had a computer to do it, we uh, we could play Magic against each other. All I have is a tablet right now. I need to get me another laptop. Yeah, that I don't think it's tablet accessible yet. I know they're working on that. But, you know, it makes me happy that they're, the Magic the Gathering is still around and they're working on new stuff to actually have a community of people to play either virtually or together as one as a community of one. Oh, MTG doesn't go anywhere. MTG is too strong. It is. And everything. That's what makes me even more happy, happier about it. Um, what else was there that we were going to talk about? I'm trying to look through my notes. Uh, let me see here. Uh, CM Punk's new film, The Gird on the, yeah, The Gird. <laughs> the girl on the third floor is now on Netflix. Well, I might, I might have to give that a shot after I get done watching um, that uh, Tiger King uh, documentary that I'm watching right now. Yeah, I hear everybody talking about that. My friend Tamika, who was actually supposed to do our top ten list for the Keanu Reeves thing, we're probably going to do that on Saturday. And she got me. She's like, you need to watch this. I'm like, okay. I went from the first episode. I'm like, okay, I've, that's actually pretty cool. They have a little business or whatever. This other business doesn't like the effect that this uh, this guy is having the tigers and stuff like that. And then there's beef between them. And then there's a beef between the doctor, this other doctor who has a bunch of tigers. And now it's where the, uh, the doctor who ends up taking in 18-year-old apprentices who are female and supposedly he's married to all of them. <laughs> but that's the rumor on the block right now. I don't know the full detail of that yet. I haven't gone through all the rest of the episodes. But I want to go on. I'm probably going to watch that as soon as I get off of here. <laughs> so that way I can actually have a full-on review for later on. But I'm excited to see what CM Punk's acting ability is. I heard that it's really good. I haven't watched it yet because I got sucked into a new anime. <laughs> what's the anime like and what's the name of the anime uh, the anime is called No Game No Life yeah, so it uh, it's really good but I'm disappointed because there is no season 2 because it was cancelled due to plagiarism allegations oh shoot yeah. <laughs> I, it, so basically this anime is going to be treated like um, Dead Man Wonderland. So 
Explain no what second season, no continuation. <laughs> Granted, the story is absolutely amazing. Plus the animation and everything in it. That's the um, it some of the best animation I've seen. This this anime I uh, is dated um, 2014, and the story is really good. It's about a brother and a sister that don't feel a place in the real world. And they get contacted by a mysterious text message and they end up playing a game and they beat this person. And then they get sucked into this other realm because they beat this person. turns out this person is actually the God of the world. They get sucked into. Oh, crap. And, uh, you have to there's no wars or anything uh, everything's done by playing a game so you have to make a bet and then somebody has to put something else up of equal value and as long as both parties agree then you play a game whoever wins wins the bet gets what is um, uh, basically gets the winning it's like you would like in a game of poker I like that idea. I like the concept behind that. It, it gets intense. Like some of the, some of the games, they get really weird. Like there's one game. It's almost like uh, verbal Scrabble. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that the the uh, main character calls in for, and it with this Scrabble game, whatever you call for, could potentially kill you. First thing the main character calls for is atomic bomb. <laughs> it's of course. the the anime is pretty funny. It's definitely not kid oriented. It's <laughs> uh, it's rated TVMA for a reason. Let's just say that much. Um, <clears throat> and then there's a prequel movie which I inadvertently ended up watching first called No Game, No Life Zero. And it explains the backstory of the world that they're in before everything started being done by games. And uh, explains the internal war and everything that they reference quite a bit. And you're like, I get that reference. You feel like Steve Rogers. I get that reference. <laughs> That's pretty neat. I'm like you said. I'm I'm gonna have to go ahead and check that out. It's only 13 episodes long, and the anime movie is not that long. It's like an hour and 41 minutes. But it, it's really good. It's just it's a shame that they're not getting a season two. I know. Uh, that's actually sad though that they're in trouble for plagiarism and everything, and they can't even get anything going or anything. For yeah. season two, you've all mistakes. the The author's name is Yu Kamiya, and I think, if I recall correctly, he was the one that got in trouble on Dragon Ball Z Kai, and they changed a lot of his work around with like music and whatnot. If I recall correctly, I might be wrong. If I am wrong, I mean, anybody that listens to this, please correct me. But for some reason, his name, I remember hearing his name before. 
So, well, I think um, that's going to be all of it for today on everything that we want to talk about, huh? Uh, let me see. I thought there might have been something else here. Oh, um, if you don't mind me bringing this up, because I just I I need to like vent on this. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows that GameStop was doing some pretty shady shit uh, through this whole COVID crisis. Well, you didn't think they were shady before, and I'm firmly believing that this is in response to the public outcry and the fact that our governor up here in Pennsylvania went and suspended their license for business in the state until further notice. They decided that they're closing 300 stores by the end of the fiscal year because of you know the violence. Right. You want to know what's crazy, though, is the fact that they actually said they were essential. Therefore, that's why they're going to be staying open. I think this is a butthurt response by the CEO because he's pissed off. Because of the whole entire virus thing. Yep. I think he's pissed off because the public went and called him out on his shit. And forced him to uh, close all the stores down. And now he's basically a big fuck you to the employees and to his, might as well his customer base. And Well, he's always been like a screw you thing to the, uh, to the customer base anyways. When you go into the shop and you try and uh, trade in a video game and the corporation's like, oh no, you cannot trade this in for the same, almost close to the same amount of money that you paid for. We're just going to give you $5 for it when you paid 30 and then jack up the price. Yep. So pretty much he's already saying screw you. Well, he's doing an ultimate screw you by cutting 300 jobs and you factor that if every time to do that. If every uh, store has what let's say 10 people that's what 3,000 jobs gone? yeah that's about yeah and that's just a rough estimate that's just doing quick simple math in my head but like that, that's that's not cool was, <laughs> here's the thing now is not the time to cut people loose from their jobs because you decide to be a giant asshole well, yeah, so I think it's in response to the fact that he got he got raked across the coals. I don't see how people can uh, how he can sleep at night knowing that he's doing this to people and everything. Then again, he's a he's an asshole who has money versus us who's don't even who don't even have money who's actually trying to support our families and everything. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, he's sleeping comfortably while all of us are having to ha- deal with anxieties. And I'm not saying, like, us as, like, um, like that we work for GameStop when we don't. But, I mean, like, as an and or customers that have, that wants to play video games. I'm not talking about that kind of anxiety or anything like that. I'm talking about, like, on the anxiety level of the employees who work for him and, wa- and wondering what they're going to do now, now that they don't have a job. Because this asshole decided to go ahead and cut their jobs. That's what I'm getting at. And I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying um, about video, oh my god, what am I going to do? I cannot play my video games or anything like that. I'm talking about, like, employees. Yeah. You know? I'm not even mad about it for the fact about the video games. I already made up my mind after all the shit that they were doing, saying that they were essential employees. And no offense to any GameStop employees that would listen to this. 
I'm sorry, you guys were not essential. You guys needed to be close. And then with them saying about fight the fight the local law enforcement on closing your stores and that you weren't supposed to disinfect anything and that you weren't allowed to refuse use consoles or use games during the crisis. I, mean, I made up my mind a long time ago when this all started happening. I was already on the edge of not being a customer anyhow. I've been a member for GameStop and everything else, but just the regular pro, I didn't even bother going on ahead and upgrading my pro or renewing my pro membership. Yeah, I'm not renewing it when I mine runs out. Mine runs out in November. Hell, if I even use it between now and November, it'll be a shock. So, I'm be honest. Go on. I'm just I'm done with GameStop. When the new systems come out, I'm gonna go to Walmart, Target, or Amazon, and I'll get them. Or I just might buy them straight from Sony or Xbox themselves. Well, another thing too is I. I've done dealings with Walmart, though, where the trade-in value is a lot higher than what GameStop would be. Like, I did my research before I would even go into the store. Yeah, I've done trade-ins with Walmart. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I've traded in video games. Either you can go ahead and get regular money for it, or you can do, uh, like, just a voucher for buying whatever you want in Walmart. So you can either do that or you can get a gift card for Walmart and you can spend the money either which way. Cool. So that's one way of them doing it. But, you know, I've, and like I said, I compared the trade-in value with Walmart and also to GameStop. And sometimes the games, sometimes Walmart actually has a better trade-in value than what they do. Same thing with Best Buy. Best Buy actually has a trade-in value now too. Well, they've been doing it, but Best Buy doesn't have that great of a trade-in value compared to what Walmart was. Yeah. Or is. But, you know, I just, I can't stand that jerk-off that would actually do something like that. Yep. Well, before he even went and announced this today, before we came on here, I went and already had my mind made up. I'm not shopping at GameStop anymore, and I don't mean to be putting added pressure on the people that are still going to be working there by all means. I hope you guys succeed and do well. Just I'm not supporting, I'm not putting money into your CEO's pocket for being a corrupt son of a bitch. Exactly. But I'm sure that they're not going to miss our money. I'm sure that they're not going to be affected by us at all when it's just two people out of the million people in the United States will actually still go to GameStop. So our little $60. More than just us. Right, but you know what I'm saying, though. I'm just speaking just from our perspective right now, just oh. for us two, because we don't know who's doing it and who's not. Oh, I know, and I, and I'm not gonna like rally the troops and say don't <laughs> stop. So, right, right. You know, right, you know, right, because like I said, we're just two people. We're in the minority, but maybe some other people not might not feel the same way or whatever, and that's their prerogative. That's what they are accustomed to. If they want to go shop at it, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But for us to, for you and I, we're not going to do it or anything like that because of the corrupt CEO. But yeah, I just needed to get that off of my chest because that's been bugging me for a while now. Just like the whole bit with um, that guy in Ohio with being the landlord. Piece of 
shit that he is. Yeah, I saw that tweet and everything. I heard Christian talk about it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he uh, brought it up and uh, gave me a nice little shout out for sharing it to him. And then I went and I sent him the response that the guy gave saying he used uh, the typical line of, well, I was hacked. No, he wasn't. Somebody That's a simple comment. That's like my kids saying uh, when I go and I yell at them for like, who broke a glass? I didn't do it. Exactly. But that's a simple cop-out. I mean, come on. Oh, my account was hacked, so yeah, that wasn't me. That that was Patricia. Yeah. You know, that wasn't me. That was Patricia. Yeah. That did it, that. It, wasn't, uh-huh. it wasn't Chris that said that. That was Christina. Right. <laughs> but you and Christina need to go ahead and talk and have a sit down because neither of you are good people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys are just full of shit. <laughs> uh, the, the one I still remember that we had. That was like that was it wasn't it wasn't me, Robert, it was Roberta. <laughs> I know you know who I'm referencing. I know who you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that conversation. I remember that one very well. Oh yeah. And then there was the other one that um there was a couple of admins that were really bad, but you know, at least you know we've managed to get out of that whole entire thing now. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I think that's I think that's it now. Okay, um, I so don't think we have anything else? No, nah, I don't have anything on my table right now as far as what I want to talk about or anything. But I'm gonna go on ahead and close out the show, and then from there. I'll go on ahead and get you to say the name of your podcast and everything else again on where people can follow you. All right. All right. This is John DiGorio for Movie Lovers Unite. You can follow me on Twitter at John DiGorio at, um, and then also, of course, you can also follow me on Twitter as well for Movie Lovers Unite. You can also follow me on Facebook, Movie Lovers Unite and TV Lovers Unite. And you can, Chris, where can people meet, uh, follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at hotel underscore nerd 86, uh, where I actually have two polls going right now. Um, if you like movie trivia showdown, which I just actually got into here, season seven, I haven't watched all the matches yet, but I do have a poll up for best, uh, tro- uh, movie trivia showdown faction. Uh, and right now I have the poll up that's going to go until SEN goes live tomorrow. Uh, it's the dungeon versus corruption. So if you want to go vote on that. And then I also have another one for best MCU film and I have them ranked by how much they made in the theaters. And right now we've had two matches so far and we had Iron Man two beat Thor two 12 to seven. And we had Thor get thumped by Thor Ragnarok 26 to one. Uh, right now we have Guardians of the Galaxy versus Ant-Man. So those are the two polls that I have going right now on Twitter because being that we don't have March Madness, we don't have any sports basically at all. 
unless you like horse racing, um, which I don't know anybody that does. I don't, I don't either. But uh, so I'm trying to like give somebody an outlet to you know have a little bit of fun with brackets because I know people like brackets in March. But um, and then on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at Hotel Nerd Facebook group, and you can find us at Hotel Nerd Media Facebook page, which is where I post my podcast that I co-host with John here. So, and uh, if you are a subscriber to uh, my podcast, I changed it from the Hotel Nerd podcast to the Senate hosted by Hotel Nerd and Movie Lovers Unite. So, because I was just going to have it as the Senate. But there's way too many people that have podcasts named the Senate. So that's really cool, man. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, trying to incorporate us in with uh, Christian's brand a little bit because I want to start talking more Snowdown and more SEN Live uh, material when things really get up and running at full song again once we get through all this bullshit. So, but stay safe, stay germ-free, hopefully infected. So, I'm just sitting here waiting. I'm hurry up and wait. It absolutely sucks. It really does. I hope that everything turns out okay for you, man. So, but it's just my luck. If it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have luck at all. So I think I've been cursed since birth with bad luck. <laughs> That's how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> but but that anyways, is, this is, that's all my plugs that I got. All right. Well, this is John Gregorio for Movie Loves Unite. I hope everyone stays safe and germ-free. And until next.